Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Paul Relibe of RelibeLaw.com. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be here. Um, we are glad to have you. Let's go back in time. Uh, what inspired you to become an attorney? Well, that's a great question, and, uh, you know, got through the undergrad thing and just didn't see the opportunities that I was looking for at the time, and so I, uh, you know, being kind of entrepreneurial and wanting to have a lots of opportunities, I uh, decided to pursue law school, and uh, that was that was pretty much it. And how did you uh, go from law school to the area of expertise of the special area of specialization in law that you are practicing now? Yeah, so I was I was fortunate after I graduated from law school to go to Boston University and take a year and earn a master's degree in tax law. So that led me into the estate planning field where I helped families, uh, you know, set up their legal affairs to make sure that, you know, up to 100% of what they have goes to their spouse and kids and avoiding the government interference and the taxes and other problems that families face. That makes a lot of sense. What <laughs> do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? I wish I would have known that um, that uh, it's not realistic to think that you can open up a business and have people just line up at your door and throw money at you. It, it really doesn't work that way. So um, that's that's what I now know, and anyone who's been in business for any period of time knows. And so um, have to work really hard at. Um, creating great value and letting other people know what that value is so that they will you know, line up at their door to throw money at you. Uh, that's always nice. Now, you have built an incredible firm. Talk a little bit about the journey from when you started to how you got to where you are now. Yes, Seth. So uh, 21 years ago, after working for big law firms, 21 years ago, just started my own law practice like a lot of people do, and uh, knew I didn't want to have anything to do with litigation and with billing hours, which is what most lawyers deal with. So I started in this estate planning field and did it by myself for 15 years, had a few employees, and then about six years ago, using some of the marketing methods that I had uh, developed to attract and retain clients, I started adding 
other attorneys in other geographic areas to my firm. And so now we're at about 30 attorneys in about 11 different states. Um, you know, and, and so our, our business is, uh, you know, we're in the business of attracting and retaining and serving, you know, middle to middle upper class families who want to get their you know, legal, legal affairs in order for their children. So that's the quick version of uh, where it is now. That is the very quick version. Um, what <laughs> most uh, folks who, most lawyers who graduate law school and hang up a shingle don't, certainly don't get to the point where they have, you know, offices in multiple locations with dozens and dozens of attorneys. Uh, what do you attribute your success to? Well, I've always um, had the passion for the the marketing side of the business, the what can we do, what can we write, what can we create to get people to say, you know, to raise their hand and say, I'm interested, tell me more. And so I've always really had a strong focus on writing and speaking and uh, now, you know, different web vehicles from like what you're doing today, podcasting to webinars to special reports. Um, so I, I've, I've focused on that literally every day of my 25-year career are, you know, what else can, can me and others do, not only to give great service and to have a great service, but to do what I think is really the most difficult part of building a business, uh, getting people to say, you know, I'm interested, tell me more. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a book author. Um, I've given uh, probably a couple of thousand of public presentations. Um, I've blogged hundreds and hundreds of blog posts, both written and video. And now my job is to attract the right kind of talent and attorney and, and train them on, on their public presentation skills and make them book authors and make them the go-to people in their community so that people in their communities will, like I say, kind of raise their hand, say, I'm interested, tell me more. So uh, the, the real primary focus has been, it'd be nice to say I, uh, we could focus just on the delivery of our service, but the real focus has been on the attracting and the retaining of the clients. And so that what is what I think I kind of differentiates what I've done over 20 years compared to what most attorneys and service providers do, which is focus on their service. Absolutely. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? Well, the biggest challenge now is, you know, we've got big plans and we want to create, you know, things that don't exist. And so we want to be the, and feel like we're going to be, the really the place where America goes, at least middle to middle upper class America the place where America goes to, to get their legal affairs in order. So our our big plan is to have a presence in all 50 states, to have about a 1,000 attorneys working for our firm, all really enjoying what they're doing, helping people, um, staying away from the courtroom and staying away from all that adversarial stuff. So the, the biggest challenge now is it seems like uh, once – once you've got it, uh, the problem is it changes again. So, you know, we, we develop these marketing methods and these systems, and but if, if you don't keep evolving and keep changing and if you kind of relax or, uh, or take a break, 
then the things things seem to slip. So the the challenge is to, even though we've done it for 20 years, we need to keep building, keep creating, uh, keep improving, keep changing everything that we do, or else or else it will start to slip. So it's that you know constant pedal to the metal. Can't ever take the the foot off the gas pedal so that we can continue to grow and accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Is there anything that drives you crazy about your business? Um, well, how much time do we have? So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know, uh, I, I, right now I employ about 60 people, and so, and about 30 of them are attorneys. And um, it's really uh, a challenge, uh, especially when you work with attorneys who, may have come to our firm with uh, the mindset or maybe anybody who comes to, to work with you with the mindset of I'm going to do it kind of my way and it doesn't matter that you have a set of systems in place that work and are duplicatable. So the challenge is uh, not only developing the systems that work and testing those and nurturing those and maintaining those systems, but also getting every new person to buy into those systems and it's it's really painful for everyone when they when they think they know better or they deviate from those systems either because they're lazy or they know better or they think they know better so it is a it is a constant challenge to uh, create nurture maintain those uh, duplicatable business systems and to and to get the buy-in necessary to get you know to get the big results so it's it's a, really the people side. While we've got some great people, it's uh, we when we bring people in, sometimes we have to change the way they think. So that's that's a big challenge for us. And with all the information that you must get bombarded with, not only with um, what's going on in the legal industry, but obviously everything else that you touch as well. How do you how do you stay on top of all of it? Yeah, that's a great question, and uh, you know, like like most uh, really successful business owners, they put some really smart, really hardworking people around them. So when I got to the point where I had uh, about 15 employees, uh, I I really felt it was necessary to to make the jump, make the investment for my business. To you know, bring on that that full time full time uh, kind of director of operations. And for, for example, the one in our firm, he former Arthur Anderson consultant, former CPA by trade, uh, kind of a doer, uh, a creator, and an implementer of business systems, was so that I could continue doing the selling and do the developing of the of the sales attorneys, and uh, have someone other than me. Uh, make sure all those trains run on time and, and uh, everything, the business continues, the systems continue to, to grow. And, and then we've got a lot of other, you know, really good help. So once, you know, it's, it's been my experience, and I think probably most of the people that you interview, Seth, once, you know, the business owner, as hard as he wants to work and as much as he or she wants to succeed, uh, the business gets to a point where uh, that delegation becomes um, really important, and it becomes important for the business owner uh, not just to, to replace 
know, uh, what they do through other people, but to find people who were better at those particular uh, areas than the business owner would be if they did it themselves. So, you know, it's one step at a time. We built it all through uh, you know, our business has no debt, has no cash, has no credit card, nothing like that. We we built it through cash, and I'd like to say it was an overnight success, but, uh, you know, it was me doing it for 15 years by myself. And then, you know, about six years ago, starting to branch it out, and, uh, and then it's, you know, we're getting some really, really good growth right now. That is absolutely incredible. Uh, I know you're a voracious learner. What are uh, three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Oh, that's another another great question, Seth. So, you know, I read all of uh, the business books, the sales books, the marketing books. Um, you know, when you ask me that question, as uh, as kind of an oldie as a goodie as it is, I think back to the you know the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the Stephen Covey stuff, really really good. Um, I think of the all the Brian Tracy goals goal-setting books and success books that he published. Um, boy, I, I, I could stop at two or I could I could go to 50. Um, so I think I'll just stop at two right there. But my, my real piece of advice is, you know, no one should, should just read and benefit from three books. They really, you know, ought to, ought to read anything they can get their hands on because I could – you know, I'm I'm reading a book right now from the from the Koch brothers called Good Profits, and uh, just any every time I read any kind of book like that, uh, I always pick up one, two, ten, fifteen things that I can immediately implement into my business. So uh, again, one of those uh, first questions that you asked me, what uh, you know, what it. What would you have liked to have known back then that you know now? Something like that. It would be to, you know, really be a voracious reader and and uh, and learn. And I know all the really successful people do that as well. Great recommendations, great advice, incredible story. Um, who's an ideal attorney for your firm? That's another great question. So yeah, not everybody. Um, you know, our we're we're really. I feel like it sounds kind of cliche, but I I do feel like we are we are uh, changing the the legal industry, the way changing the way attorneys are looked at. I think the public uh, perceives lawyers as uh, kind of bulldogs, don't always do what they say they're going to do, and so we feel like I've and really what I've done over the years is I've taken all of the stuff that most lawyers and law firms do and, and we do 100% the opposite of that. And that seems to, to be working. So, um, so um, no, we're looking for attorneys who are entrepreneurial, um, who have outstanding you know, presentation and communication skills, uh, who truly want to help people, um, who attorneys who want to avoid the kind of nasty litigation uh, courtroom type environment that most divorce lawyers, injury lawyers have to deal with every day. Um, Team players, you know, I talked earlier about the 
uh, all of our people, all of our attorneys uh, realize that we have kind of a way that we do things. So attorneys have to be, be willing to adapt to kind of the best way that has been determined to get things done and be productive. So that's what we're looking for. And if there happens to be any out there listening to your podcast, Seth, I know you have a good following. They can just reach out to me at uh, paul at rabelaylaw.com and just express their interest through an email like that, and perhaps that could lead to a conversation. Okay. Um, This fascinating interview, this has been Seth Green with Paul Rabelais. R-A-B-A-L-A-I-S law.com. We'll also put that in the show notes. Uh, Everybody, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time. Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for reaching out, Seth. Really enjoyed it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.